Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. A vigil was held last night to remember those killed and injured by this week's tragedy at a daycare in Quebec. Yeah, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau attended a candlelight vigil along with Laval's mayor and a large crowd of community members to pay tribute to two children killed when a city bus rammed into a daycare. Trudeau says parents across the country have been holding their children a little tighter as they reflect on the senselessness of the tragedy. Two children, both aged four years old, were killed when the city bus drove into the front of the daycare. Six other children were hurt and rushed to area hospitals. The 51-year-old bus driver was arrested and faces two counts of first-degree murder and seven other charges related to the crash. Neighbors described the accused as a quiet father of two young girls who had not shown signs of distress. The city's mayor, Stéphane Boyette, uh, was also at the community gathering and joined the prime minister in laying flowers and observing a moment of silence at a memorial at the church entrance. Boyer and Trudeau shared their condolences with dozens of people outside the church during a snowstorm. The pair also shared a few words with mourners, including some who witnessed the tragedy. Officials have urged the community to seek psychological support in the aftermath of the incident. There is an update to the case of the man accused of uh, defacing and stealing pride flags last spring. Yeah, Tilsonburg man arrested in connection with the defacement and theft of pride flags in Norwich Township last spring had his charges withdrawn late last year, according to court documents. The charges came after several pride flags were reportedly stolen or vandalized in Norwich Township in late May of last year. Police charged 48-year-old Jacob Day with theft under $5,000 and mischief in connection with the case. Day also drew headlines in late June when he engaged in a 30-minute rant before Norwich Township Council arguing against gender inclusivity and sexual identity education in schools and comparing the support of pride and the pride flag to Nazi Germany. Both counts were withdrawn by the court in early December. In an email to 980 CFPL, Day's lawyer confirmed that the charges were dropped after Day completed a direct accountability program. Direct accountability provides adults facing certain criminal charges a voluntary alternative to formal prosecution, including performing community service, programming, or other restitution. In a Facebook post, the Oxford County or Oxford County Pride Committee said the news of the withdrawn charges was very disheartening, sad, and worrisome. There is some good news to report out of Turkey this morning. Yeah, this morning in Turkey has brought some dramatic rescues for crews still desperately digging for life in the rubble of Monday's catastrophic earthquake. Four days into the search, a teenager was pulled largely unscathed unscathed from a collapsed building. A family of six and three others were also found alive in a pocket within building rubble. Monday's magnitude 7.8 earthquake and a series of aftershocks have so far claimed more than 21,600 lives in southeastern Turkey and neighboring Syria. There are reports that more than 20,000 people have died and thousands of buildings were destroyed when two major earthquakes rocked the region. The affected area is home to more than 13.5 million people. Meantime, Immigration Minister Sean Fraser has signaled the federal government may fast-track Canadian-bound applications from people in the earthquake zones of Turkey and Syria. Fraser says his department is trying to figure out how fast-tracking applications would affect permanent residency applicants already in Canada's immigration. 
information system. The government deployed a disaster assessment team to the region on Wednesday to determine what additional aid from Canada is needed. Buffalo Bill safety DeMar Hamlin's recovery also appears to be going well. Yeah, DeMar Hamlin has made his second appearance in Phoenix during Super Bowl week, joining the first responders who helped save his life at the NFL Honors Award Show. Hamlin received a community award on Wednesday, a little more than a month after he went into cardiac arrest and needed to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. Hamlin collapsed on the field after a collision with a Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver on January 2nd. And ticket prices at the movies could be changing. Yeah, the head of Cineplex says he's open to more experiments with ticket prices. Chief Executive Ellis Jacobs says charging less to see uh, 80 for Brady at its movie theaters provided a success in its recent opening weekend. Jacobs says the film's distributor, Paramount Pictures, asked Cineplex to discount the ticket price. The film starring Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and quarterback Tom Brady is squarely aimed at older audiences who have been reluctant to return to cinemas since the start of the pandemic. Cineplex could offer more discounts in the future to lure back moviegoers. In the U.S., AMC, the largest movie theater chain in the country, is going in a different direction. They will start selling tickets at different prices based on where a seat is located in a given venue. The new approach prices seats based on how good their views of the screen are. Let's go the uh, Cineplex route, not the AMC route here with the ticket Mm -hmm. prices. Let's (laughs) check out what happened on this day in history. In 3,641 B.C., according to the calculations of the Mayans, the world was created. In 1763, Canada passed from French control into the British Empire with the signing of the Treaty of Paris. The treaty, which ended the Seven Years' War, stripped France of all her possessions north of what became the United States. In 1802, Alexander Mackenzie was knighted for being the first person to cross the North American continent by land. That happened in 1793. In 1841, Upper and Lower Canada were united as the province of Canada with Kingston as the capital. In 1906, Prince Rupert was chosen from 15,000 entries as the name of the Grand Trunk Railway's Pacific Terminal. Eleanor MacDonald of Winnipeg won $250 for suggesting the name. Hope she didn't spend it all in one place. In 1933, the first singing telegram was introduced by the Postal Telegraph Company in New York. In 1947, peace treaties between the Allies and some of the Axis powers were signed in Paris. Canada signed treaties with Italy, Romania, Hungary, and Finland. In 1956, Wilbert Coffin was hanged in Montreal for the murders of three American hunters killed in 1953. Many people believed he was innocent. In 1983, the federal government agreed in principle to allow the testing of American weapons over Canadian territory. In 1992, an Indianapolis jury found former heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson guilty of rape and other sex-related charges in a 1991 incident involving a beauty pageant contestant. In 1996, a machine scored its first victory under classic chess tournament rules as the IBM computer called Deep Blue beat world champion Gary Kasparov. In 2003, the World Health Organization's Beijing office received an email describing a strange, contagious disease that killed dozens within one week. The disease was later identified as SARS. In 2005, Prime Minister Paul Morton testified at the Gomri inquiry into the sponsorship scandal, becoming the first sitting Prime Minister to have appeared in public at an inquiry since 1873. In 2015, John Stewart announced he was leaving as host of The Daily Show after six 
16 years. His final show is August the 6th. And on this day in 2022, the Ontario government froze access to millions of dollars donated through an online crowdfunding platform to the convoy protesting COVID-19 restrictions in Ottawa and elsewhere. Happy birthday to listener Carol, who turns 54 today, and listener Rachel, who turns 33. You share a birthday with Laura Dern, who turns 56. Elizabeth Banks is 49. Emma Roberts turns 32. And Chloe Grace Moretz is 26.